us when they disobeyed us and for us Muslims today we do, do not do a wrong to Allah what do we do if we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they would run themselves meaning by being disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the wrong is done to the person's own soul and the person also suffers in their worldly life <laughs> So this was the last verse that we did last week. وَإِذْ قُلْنَا دْخُلُوا هَذِهِ الْقَرْيَةَ So Bani Israel is being told now that وَإِذْ and when, meaning remember the time when we, we commanded your ancestors وَدْخُلُوا هَذِهِ الْقَرْيَةَ Enter this town. Note throughout Al-Quran Al-Kareem cities sometimes are referred to as Al-Qarya. Even though Al-Qarya in Arabic is a village, but it can also be a town. Sometimes a city is referred to as Al-Madina. And came from the depths of the city a man running. Sometimes a town is referred to as what? Al-Madina. And sometimes a town is referred to as Al-Qarya. If you reflect on this, you will find that the word Al-Qarya is from Al-Qira. Al-Qira is what? When people are hosted. So if a town has Muqawwimatul Aish, those things which sustain a person, Muqawwimatul Aish, then that town, is a village is referred to as Al-Qarya uh, because Muqawwimatul Aish means what? It has the means of what? Sustaining people, markets, food, places of residence. People can enter that town and they can live in that town. So in the Quran, when you reflect on the verses, you will find Al-Qarya, the term Al-Qarya is utilized when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of what? Of benefits taken from that town. But sometimes the town may be mentioned in general and the town may be referred to as Al-Madinah. So here in this case, they, when the Bani Israel were commanded to enter the town, they were told to eat from the town. So the word Al-Qarya is utilized. Al-Qarya. Why? Because Al-Qira is what? Hosting. Al-Qira is what? Hosting. So they were commanded, go inside of the town, you are permitted. And some commentators say this was the city of Jerusalem, which was given to them at that time, as long as they upheld the covenant. As long as they upheld the covenant. When they violated the covenant, then the city was taken away from them. And today, if they want the city, they have two options. Either they give it back to the Muslims and give al-jizya to the Muslims, or they become Muslims, adopt Islam, undo the wrongs that they have done, and they can become rulers of the city. But if they refuse to do that, then the Muslims wait jihad on them and take al-jizya, which is the tax from the minority Ahlul Kitab, and other groups. So, وَإِذْ قُلْنَا And when we said, meaning, they were commanded by Israel, وَإِذْ قُلْنَا دْخُلُوا هَذِهِ الْقَرْيَةَ When we said, enter this town, so, Al-Qarya, فَكُلُوا مِنْهَا And eat from the town. So note, مُقَوِّمَاتُ الْعَيْشِ The means of living are mentioned. فَكُلُوا مِنْهَا Eat from this place. Meaning, after you're roaming, you are now permitted to enter this town and eat from there. حَيْثُ شِئْتُمْ From wherever you want. رَغَدًا uh, رَغَدًا was what? وَاسِعًا 
meaning eat as much as you want, meaning from the halal, from the halal food that Allah has given you. وَدْخُلُوا الْبَابَ And enter the door. Now, Jerusalem in the previous times had what? Seven doors. It had seven doors. And what? The second door, Al-Babu Thani, it was referred to as Bab Hitta. Because they were commanded when they entered the, the door to say Hitta. So the Bab became known as Bab Hitta. But there are other names for the same Bab. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Look at the divine mercy. Even though they disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by worshipping the calf, disobeying Sayyidina Musa salam multiple times, they were given a simple command. Enter the door sujjadan, in a state of prostration, which some commentators say was in hina, just bowing. Enter the door bowing and say hitta, which was a word to say, an act of worship, and then they were given the freedom to eat from the town. But they still disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning even after, when we count the favors, if I think this verse would be favor number eight, which they are reminded of. That you were told to enter the town, and you were commanded to enter the door. And when you were commanded to enter the door, all you had to say was hitta, and you were free to eat and drink from the town. So, حَيْثُ شِئْتُمْ رَغَدًا وَادْخُلُوا الْبَابَ سُجَّدًا وَقُولُوا حِطَّةٌ نَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ خَطَايَاكُمْ Here, وَادْخُلُوا الْبَابَ Enter the door, meaning this particular door, سُجَّدًا in a state of what? Bowing. وَقُولُوا and say حِطَّةٌ Some of them say that حِطَّةٌ is from the word حِطَّةٌ is to remove. So حِطَّةٌ is, oh Allah, remove all my sins. And the sins will be forgiven. Others have said it was the testimony of faith. Meaning, La ilaha illallah. Because what does the testimony of faith do? It removes the sins. So when they entered the door, they were commanded to say, Hitta, which would remove all the sins. Naghfir lakum, khatayakum. Naghfir lakum khatayakum. Khataya is plural of khati'ah, which is what? Sins. That, and ghafr. The غَيْن and ra in its original meaning is to cover. So مِغْفَر a helmet, what does it do? It covers the head from the brutal attacks of the enemy. مِغْفَر So when the مِغْفَر covers the head, the person is protected because the, the helmet is covering the person. So نَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ We will forgive you, but remember the word tawbah, tawbah. Tawbah is from turning back. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the attribute, meaning He has the attribute, at tawab it means He accepts the servant's tawbah. Naghfir lakum khatayakum means we will cover your khataya. Satr, this is why one of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-ghafar and also al-sattar, the one who covers. So naghfir lakum khatayakum. That we will forgive your sins of the past. What were their khataya? Their khataya included worshipping the golden calf. Their khataya including the disobedience to Sayyiduna Musa salam multiple times. All of these things will be forgiven. And not only that, وَسَنَزِيدُ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Additional to you being commanded with an easy act of worship, which was just enter the door, 
bowing, enter the door with one statement, you are free to eat and drink from the town, and we shall forgive your sins. But additional to this, we shall increase those who are described as Al-Muhsinin. Al-Muhsinin, Al-Ihsan is the state of excellence. Meaning a person, he, he does Tawbah, after Tawbah, he carries out the fara'id, the obligations that were set upon him by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After he carries out the obligations, then he reaches a maqam, maqam al-ihsan. What is maqam al-ihsan? Where he is in a constant state of dhikrullah. Constant state of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he perfects things. So the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa commanded people, even if you sacrifice a goat, then sharpen the blade and sacrifice perfectly, meaning with ihsan. Do not uh, use a blunt blade in order to, uh, that, what will that achieve? It will torture the creature, the creature will feel tortured. So do perfection in everything. But perfection in ibadah is referred to as maqam al-ihsan. وَسَنَزِيدُ الْمُحْسِنِينَ So what happened after this? فَبَدَّلَ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُ So the outcome. What was the outcome? فَبَدَّلَ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُ Those who had run previously, meaning the same group of people who worship their calf, that same group of people, فَبَدَّلَ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُ بَدَّلَ From tabdeel is to change something. Tabdeel is what? Changing something. So this tells us with regard to the reprehensible nature of bid'ah, innovation in the religion. Changing the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited, if you change, this is known as sunnatul yahud, the way of the Jews, because this is what they did, the way of Bani Israel in that time. That those who wrung themselves, meaning how did they run? By worshipping a calf, by disobeying Sayyiduna Musa salam, they changed the words. Now in some of the commentaries what they mention is that instead of khitta, they said khinta to make a mockery. Meaning they changed the word. Or whatever statement they were commanded to utter, they changed the statement. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punished them. فَبَدَّلَ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُ قَوْلًا غَيْرَ الَّذِي قِيلَ لَهُمْ they made a statement, meaning here the word qawlan is nakira, not, not in the definitive form, in order to say that the magnificence of the statement, the horrendous nature of what they changed the statement to was bad. Because the word, it comes in the imperfect way. And qawlan, meaning qawlan, a statement that was what? Horrendous in nature. So they did not only change the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they made a mockery of the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قَوْلًا غَيْرَ الَّذِي قِيلَ لَهُمْ غَيْرَ الَّذِي قِيلَ لَهُمْ A statement other than the statement that they were commanded to say. So they changed it. Some of the commentators say they made a mockery of the statement. So what was the outcome? Because whenever a person disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is always an outcome of that sin. As I mentioned, the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has wisdom. That each judgment has a wisdom, the outcome which is in the dunya and the akhirah. But similarly, disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
has an outcome in the worldly sense which people will experience. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, meaning the outcome of this, فَأَنزَلْنَا So the fa is for the outcome, what occurred. فَأَنزَلْنَا We sent down. Meaning, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates something, it is mentioned with the verb inzal, which is to send down. فَأَنزَلْنَا We sent down. عَلَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُ Upon those who had run the wrong. Those who did the wrong, فَأَنزَلْنَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُ Meaning, when they disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, something was sent down. What was sent down? رِجْزًا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ The word رِجْز is in reference to a disease. So, the nature of the disease is mentioned in the commentaries. Some, some of them say it was a skin disease, but it was a contagion, a contagious disease. A contagious disease is known as al-waba. And specific contagious diseases, like the plague, the plague is referred to as al-ta'un. Al-ta'un is the plague. But any contagious disease is known as al-waba. When people disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes creates within humanity contagious diseases. By that they are punished on earth. And those believers who, who contract the illness, it's a time for tawbah for them, to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or it's a kafara, expiation for their sins, or if they already are tawab, they always turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it's a raf'ud darajat, it raises their ranks. But there is always an outcome of any sin a person may do. So, for instance, zina, Wherever zina becomes prevalent in a community, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases killing in that community. Qatl increases. This is an outcome. Because by the act of zina, it were as if the child that is born of zina is being killed. So the outcome of that sin is killing in society. Zina, fornication and adultery. But also one of the nata'ij, the outcomes of zina is also diseases. That in one hadith, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said that diseases will be seen that were never seen in your forefathers because of what? Kathratu zina, excessive fornication and adultery. Then lying, for instance, has an outcome. One of the outcomes of lying in society is that when people lie, it leads to tafriq, uh, disputes amongst them. Khisam, they will dispute amongst one another and it leads to argumentation because lying is the outcome of lying is that similarly when people cheat in weighing things and in trade one of the outcomes of that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala withholds the rain when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala withholds the rain the people will suffer from famines because they are cheating in foodstuffs things which are produce which grows from the ground when they cheat in, with regard to that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala withholds the rain, the rain which is from the asbab, from the means by, of which the foodstuff grows. So every sin has a, an outcome, an effect. Like the sin of a riba, usury and consuming usury has its own effect. One of them, uh, that la yaqumun, they do not stand up. لا يقومون إلا كما يقوم الذي يتخبطه الشيطان من المس. 
They do not stand up except like the one shaitan has touched, meaning the one possessed. So that is an, one of the outcomes of a riba, that there will be bad effects within the people. So similarly, every sin has its effect. So when they changed, they changed the statement to something else, meaning they attempted to change the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rijzan min as-sama was sent down. Rijzan, disease. Rijzan min as-sama, from the heavens. So similarly today when there are diseases which are uh, infectious, infectious diseases, diseases which infect others, contagious diseases, this is the outcome of our sins. This is why constantly we should repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَأَنزَلْنَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا that we sent down upon those who did wrong, رِجْزًا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ A disease, رِجْزًا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ بِمَا كَانُوا يَفْسُقُونَ Note here, بِمَا كَانُوا By that which they what? يَفْسُقُونَ By that which they disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that means that if someone disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the disobedience, by the disobedience, an outcome will always come. Like, Obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always have good outcomes. Like praying the five daily prayers in your youth will protect you in your old age. In your old age, the person will be healthy and the person will have other benefits from the salah in his youth. Similarly, when a person abandons certain sins like ifa, avoiding what zina, it will have a good effect in his umar, his age and his risk, sustenance. Birrul Walidain, obedience to parents and kindness to parents will have what? An effect in later age. The person will have good sustenance and long longevity of life. And even if they do not live long, the quality of life will be better. Because of what? Obedience to parents. Al Walidain. Similarly, any good action which the person decides to carry out will have a good result. And a person who does bad actions, the bad actions will always have a bad result. So, we have sukud by that which they transgressed. Yafsukud. When they carried out fisk, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down rijzam min as-sama, a disease from the heavens. Then an additional favor is mentioned. So all these favors were mentioned for Bani Israel. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions another favor. And this should make us think, because if you remember through the theme of Surah Al-Baqarah, the chapter started with dividing humanity into three groups. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed humanity, but mentioned to humanity the various favors. One of those favors was the earth that we live on, a livable earth. Today we can mention the ozone and the environment. A gift and a responsibility from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whom the, the human being, because the origins of the human being were mentioned that inni fil ardi khalifa. I am making on the earth a khalifa, someone who is a caretaker of the earth. And this is why the sharia, the law of Allah, is what a mizan, a scale by which everything attains balance. If the scale is tipped, then everything goes into imbalance like the current imbalance of the world that we view through what? Corporate capitalism. The imbalance in the environment, in poverty, 
in injustice, so many various things. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down a balance which was the sharia. So, but in those verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the various favors. But now Bani Israel are being reminded of specific favors. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذِ اسْتَسْقَى مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ وَإِذِ اسْتَسْقَى Now, later on you will notice that whenever Bani Israel had issues, they would go to Sayyiduna Musa salam and they would say, pray to your Lord for this. But in the Ummah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has commanded the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to inform his Ummah that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala hears their supplications directly. That they can go to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and seek the rain prayer like the Bedouin man in the Sunan of Abu Dawood and other hadith works, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was standing on the member, the member and a Bedouin man came in and he said, the animals are dying and people are suffering. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam raised his hands and then what happened? The rain fell and roads became flooded. And then the following Jummah, the same man came and he said, Ya Rasulullah, the, the rain is copious. So the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Hawalina la alina, which means what? Around Al Madina, not upon us. So the, the rain clouds shifted to around Al Madina Tulunawara. But at the same time, the Quran informs us that when you call upon Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will what? Answer your calls. This is one of the khasiyah, the specific qualities of this ummah, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa So with Bani Israel, they would always go to their Prophet. But with Al-Quran Al-Kareem, Al-Quran Al-Kareem when it was revealed, we are informed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers the supplication of the one who calls upon him. So, وَإِذِسْتَسْقَى مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ And when Musa salam sought the rain prayer for his nation, this is known as istisqa. And salatul istisqa is mashru' legislated in the Sharia, in the Hanafi school, the people congregate and they supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the other schools, they pray two cycles of nawafil. And then they supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because of the pious people amongst them, the rain prayer is accepted. And sometimes the intercession of the pious people is sought. Like whom Sayyiduna Abbas radiallahu anhu, when Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu anhu in Amr Ramadah, the, in, in the Khilaf of Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu anhu, there was a year which was known as Amr Ramadah, the year of ashes because everything dried up. That it resembled ashes. So they went to Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu anhu, who congregated the people for what? For Salatul Istisqa. But they had the tawassul, the intercession of whom Sayyiduna Abbas radiallahu which in fact was the intercession through the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Why? Because Sayyiduna Abbas radiallahu he had a high status as a sahabi, but he, his status was higher because he was uncle of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And uh, Ammul Mar'i Simhu Abihi. 
the uncle of a man is like his father. So Sayyidina Abbas is like the, the father of the Prophet So his high status was because of the Prophet So in effect, the tawassul through Sayyidina Abbas was tawassul through the Prophet But then people may say, why did they not say, Oh Allah, we seek the intercession of your Prophet Because Sayyidina Abbas was living on earth, he was in need of water. The Prophet was not in need of water. Sayyidina Abbas was in need of water. Being a man, a mortal man, living on earth in the need of water. So his station was such that the tawassul is accepted because he was one of those who was in neediness of water. So, rain prayer al was also sought from the Prophet after passing away, as mentioned in the Musannaf of Ibn Abi Shayba and the Hadith of Sahih. Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani rahimahullah ta'ala in Fatuh al-Bari states the Hadith is Sahih. Only later Wahhabis attempted to weaken the Hadith because it does not suit their beliefs. But the man, the Sahabi, went to the grave of the Prophet and said, Ya Rasulullah, istasqi li ummati. O Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, seek what? The rain prayer for your ummah, for your nation. And this is mujma alayh. So two things are mujma alayh. One is tawassul and istighatha through the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam while he was alive on earth and even before he was born and after passing away is mujma alayh in the Ahl Sunnah, is agreed upon by Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Tawassul bis salihin, a tawassul, seeking. When you supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you say, Oh Allah, by the, for the sake of your pious person, Bisalihin is also agreed upon by Ahl Sunnah wa Jama'ah. So if you do dua, you do dua to Allah, you say, Oh Allah, for the sake of a pious person, meaning for the sake of Sayyiduna Umar, radiallahu anhu, for the sake of Sayyiduna Abu Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu anhu, fulfill my needs, this is permissible. As for the statement in some of the Hanafi books where it says, there's a statement in some of the Hanafi books which says, whoever says to Allah, O oh Allah, for the sake of your arsh or for the sake of this, then this is makruh, impermissible. That's referring to the Mu'tazili belief. They believe it's an obligation on Allah to respond. The Ahl Sunnah do not hold that view. They do not, we do not hold the view that it's an obligation on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's what? A favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But from the khasiyah of this ummah is that we also directly, we supplicate to whom? To Allah. We directly supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِذِ اسْتَفْقَى مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ So Sayyidina Musa salam sought what water for his nation. Qawm, as I mentioned, Qawm is the nation Qiyam uh, is to stand because the nation stands. And this is why Ar-Rijal, the men are referred to as Ar-Rijal. The word Ar-Rijal is similar to the word Ar-Rajul from the same root letters because Rij is the foot. Because the men stand up to fight. So, Rijal la tulhihim in the Quran, men who are not distracted by what? La tulhihim tijaratun. That trade does not what? Distract them. This is also in reference to women. 
So this is known in Arabic as what? As taghlib. Taghlib is when you mention one thing, but you intend two. For instance, if you, uh, aswadain, the two dark things, is in reference to water and dates. But which one is dark? The dates. Similarly, the sun and the moon, if you say qamarain, the two moons, but in, it's in reference to the sun and moon. This is known as taghlib in Arabic. If you say umarain, the two umars, is in reference to the shaykhain. Who are the shaykhain? Sayyiduna Abu Bakr Siddiq and Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. وَإِذْ إِثْتَسْقَى مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ And when Musa salam sought the rain, prayer for, uh, sought the rain for his nation. What was the response given to him? فَقُلْ نَضْرِبْ We said to him, strike. فَقُلْ نَضْرِبْ Strike. فَقُلْ نَضْرِبْ بِعَسَاكَ الْحَجَرِ We said to him, strike with your asa, with your staff, the stone. There's a few things here. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa in the expedition of Tabuk, when the companions, remember, there were nearly 30,000 companions in Tabuk, the largest campaign. And they went to what? Northern Arabia, near modern, in modern day Tabuk, near Jordan. When they reached this region, and that region is very hot, to the extent if you read the Rihla ibn Batuta, Ibn Battuta, the Tunisian uh, West African traveler, you read his account, he mentions this region, it was so hot in his time that he says that when you have water, the water evaporates. He mentions the description of this region in his time. So in the time of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the people needed water. So the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, bring some water. So they brought a small vessel with some water. And remember, the Messenger of Allah had miracles that matched the miracles of every Prophet but were greater. So Isa gave life to the dead with the will and might of Allah. The Messenger of Allah leaned on a, the stump of a tree, the stump of a tree, and when he stopped reclining on the stump of the tree because he utilized the mimbar, the stump of the tree cried. So that which was inanimate and lifeless became with life. So a miracle similar to the miracle of Isa salam, but greater. Oh, for instance, the pebbles that were in the hand of the Prophet wasallam, they recited the kalima to shahada, the testimony of faith. Then he placed them in the hands of Abu Bakr Siddiq in different occurrences. And they continued reciting the kalima to shahada and then in the hand of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu So, or the tree, when the, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded, the man said, if you are a prophet, then command that tree to come to you. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded the tree, the tree then what? It went forward through pushing through the ground. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded, commanded it to go back and it went back. Similarly, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, at one point, there is one where the tree uprooted itself and walked on its roots. And there is another miracle mu'ajiza that occurred that on the date palm tree, a bunch of dates came off, walked to the Prophet and then went back to the tree and went back up. So these are mass transmitted miracles. So in Tabuk, the Prophet placed his hands 
in the container and water gushed forth from the fingers. Why did he demand that some water be brought forth? To demonstrate to the companions, Ali Muridwan, that no one creates water from nothing except Allah. Because if the water gushed forth just from the fingers, people would have fallen into a doubt, thinking that the water came from nothing, but to teach them other with Allah, Tawheed. So in these miracles is Tawheed. How Tawheed? To demonstrate to them that it is with the will and might of Allah that water is gushing through my finger, from my fingers, and out of other with Allah, we will, the water was placed first in the pot, and then from that water, water gushed forth. And then nearly 30,000 men filled their containers and watered their animals. And this was a miracle similar to the miracle of Musa alayhi salam, but greater. Because what was Musa alayhi salam commanded to do? We said to him, strike the stone. So in the time of Musa alayhi salam, the water came out of a stone. But in the time of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the water came out from the fingers of the best of creation. And this is why when people say, if there is a lughz, a, a puzzle, what is the best water? Some people may say, zamzam. Others will say, ma, uh, the ma'al kawthar, the water of al kawthar. But the correct reply would be, the water that came out of the fingers of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then, imagine this, the 30,000 companions or so who drank that water, the cleansing that they received from drinking water which came out of the Prophet ﷺ's fingers. Meaning not a single one of them would have remained a munafiq. Meaning cannot be a munafiq in any way. Because there was a minority of people who were munafiq and they were exposed. But the companions Ali Muridwan, they drank this water, this would mean they are free from nifaq. So after the passing away of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, the Rawafid, the Shia Rawafid who cursed them, they themselves become cursed. They end up cursing themselves. So, Musa And when Musa sought water for his nation, Here, the Asa was the staff of Musa And this is the first mention of the staff of Musa It's mentioned elsewhere. For instance, Surah Tuqaha. What is that in your right hand, O Musa? He said, this is what? My staff. He said, what? This, I recline on this staff. I what beat down trees for what? For my goats. Uh, and I have other uses. I can utilize this staff for many other things. He extended his statement. Why? So his mukadama with Allah is extended. So he can talk to Allah for longer. He could have just said, It is only my staff. But he extended his statement so he is in the company of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for longer. Meaning talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the first mention of the staff of Sayyidina Musa salam. Some of them have said that the staff of Musa salam was actually sent down from heaven. And it came with Sayyidina Adam salam. Then it was passed down from prophet to prophet until it 
until the staff reached Sayyiduna Shu'aid When it reached Sayyiduna Shu'aid when Sayyiduna Musa salam passed through Madian, when he entered Madian and married the daughter of Sayyiduna Shu'aid then he was given the staff when he left Madian and on his way, uh, when he passed Sinai, the Sinai Peninsula, he saw the fire and then he approached the fire, he climbed the mountain. The entire incident will be mentioned later. But this staff, then he was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to utilize the staff. The staff had numerous miraculous uses. And the staff will be rediscovered in the time of Sayyiduna Imam al-Mahdi radiallahu Some claim that the staff is in Top Kapi Museum as having been placed there by Sultan Salim rahimahullah. But in one other, one report, it is mentioned that the staff is hidden in the Vatican. And in the time of Sayyiduna Al-Imam Al-Mahdi radiallahu he will enter the Vatican from the eastern gate of the Vatican, remove the seventh or eighth flagstone. And when he will remove the flagstone, he will extract the Asa Musa salam and the Injil, the original Injil of Sayyiduna Isa salam. So, فَقُلْ نَضْرِبْ بِعَصَاكَ We said strike with your Asa Al-Hajar, the stone. Now this stone, some have tried saying that the stone was a specific stone. But the reality is the stone was any stone. It was a random stone. Why? Because if it was a specific stone, then when Israel would have said, maybe the stone is magical. Maybe that particular stone has some quality. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to strike a stone which was a random stone in order that it cannot be claimed that this stone, the nature of the stone is to give water. Because there is volcanic rock which gives away water. So a dry stone is found and Sayyiduna Musa salam struck the stone. What you said, the stone had four sides. From each side, three springs sprung. So there were three spr- uh, springs that gushed forth and the Bani Israel, which were 12 tribes, they all drank from the 12 uh, sources of water. The tribes themselves were muta'asib, which means they had asabiyah, which is what? A tribalism. That they would not even intermingle with one another. They would not even marry amongst one another. So they had the tribalism from that time. So Musa salam was commanded, strike the stone and from each side three springs gushed forth and they drank from this, the stone. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَانْفَجَرَتْ مِنْهُ That فَانْفَجَرَتْ Gushed forth. This word infajara, fajr is salatul fajr. When you say, why salatul fajr or waqtul fajr? Because the light of the sun appears on the horizon. فَانْفَجَرَتْ is from the same root word because when the water gushes forth, similar to the light spreading of fajr prayer. So in the Quran, وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ By fajr, by dawn prayer. So it's from the same root. فَانْفَجَرَتْ مِنْهُ اثْنَتَ عَشْرَةَ عَيْنَ اثْنَتَ عَشْرَةَ is what? Twelve. So اثْنَتَ عَشْرَةَ which is the مُرَكَّبْ بِنَائِ When you have two numbers combined, which is an actual reference to what? To the number twelve. That there were twelve Aina springs. Ain is springs. 
This is a, an example of a word which is a homonym. A word which has, is one word but has multiple meanings. Like Ain is I. Ain or Shay is the essence of something. But here Ain refers to what spring? So they had 12 springs within the wilderness of the Arabian desert. So they roamed, remember, from the Sinai Peninsula across the Arabian de- desert. Every group of humans, kullu unasim. They knew, who knew, kullu unasim. Each group, mashraba on their source of drinking. Mashrab is from shariba, mashrab, a place of what? Drinking. Unasim, I mentioned this before. Unas, in reference to what? Anas is humanity. Why are we referred to as anas? Because we forget. But also why are we anas? Because we have uns. What is uns? We need sociability. We need to socialize with fellow human beings. If we don't, we get wahsha. What is wahsha? The loneliness. So uns is socializing with one, one another. The best uns for a human being is the uns with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That a person when he's alone, he has the company of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the station which every Muslim should attempt to reach. That they can enjoy the company of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They do not need television. They do not need uh, other human beings. They do not need, meaning need is a strong word, to have the need. They do not need uh, anything from makhluk. They need only whom? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the best way of doing that is from Al-Quran al-Kareem. And dhikrullah, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every one of the people, meaning the 12 tribes, they knew mashrabahum. So again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to them, Kulu eat, eat, meaning while you're in this desert, Kulu eat, washrabu, and drink. What were they eating? They were eating al-man, the white honey-like substance, a salwa, they were in partridge meat, which they would cook. And according to some commentators, the food was even cooked for them. Kulu washrabu from the sustenance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what happened is when Musa al-Saddam would tap the rock again, the springs would stop. But they were commanded not to store the water. Whenever they needed water, he would tap the rock and the water would come out. Why? Because Bani Israel in their time, they observed so many miracles of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What was the miracle in the stone? The stone was either extracting water from underneath the ground or the stone was cooling down the air to the point that the air would become what? Water. That they were able to drink. Yet Bani Israel always remained in doubt with regard to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. While the state of a believer is what? Firm reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all situations. <coughs> Knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khaliqul asbab, the one who creates the means. Not relying on the means but relying on Musabbibul Asbab, the one who creates the Asbab, the means. So their weakness of faith 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded them, do not store the food. Do not store a man wa salwa, you will always receive them. If they attempted to store the food, the food would become outdated. The food would smell. But, and similarly, if they were prohibited from storing the water. Why? Because they were guaranteed their risk by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, they were commanded, كُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا مِنْ رِزْقِ اللَّهِ Eat and drink from the sustenance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَا تَعْفَوْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُفْسِدِينَ And do not cause what? Corruption. لَا تَعْفَوْ This word, تَعْفَوْ This is corruption, but an increase of corruption. So yeah, مُفْسِدِينَ Is that you are already causing corruption, but do not increase in your corruption. وَلَا تَعْفَوْ Do not increase in your corruption. فِي الْأَرْضِ on the earth مُفْسِدِينَ Meaning, your state will be such that you are Corrupting others and corrupting yourself. Meaning that was their nature. And again, we take lessons from this that a Muslim should never be the source of corruption. They should always be the source of what? Salah. Islah uh, is what? The opposite to fasad. Fasad is corrupting something, Salah is making something better. The Muslim should always be the source of salah and not the source of what? Fasad. وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ يَا مُوسَى Then you said, meaning Ben Israel, وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ يَا مُوسَى So, when they were given food, they said, يَا مُوسَى أَوْ مُوسَى And I mentioned already the source of the, the linguistical root of the word Musa, the name of Sayyiduna Musa a.s. وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ in a previous start يَا مُوسَى You said, O Musa, لَن نَصْبِرَ We shall not have patience upon what? عَلَى طَعَامٍ وَاحِدٍ Upon one food. So they were given, طَعَامٍ وَاحِدٍ is one type of food. So they were given on a regular basis, they were given partridge meat and almond which was a paste and the food was what? A delicacy. And they were given fresh water. And what was mentioned? That Al-Ghamam, the clouds were covering them. So they had all these luxuries. But they said to Sayyidina Musa Al-Salam, لَنَّصْبِرَ We shall have no patience. عَلَى طَعَامٍ وَاحِدٍ upon one food. Why? Because they were habitual in Egypt as being slaves. They were habitual in eating food from what they had cultivated on the ground. So they said, فَدْعُوا لَنَا رَبَّكَ So again, فَدْعُوا Supplicate to your Lord. So this is again from the unique qualities of the nation of the Prophet ﷺ that when we need to call on Allah, we can call upon Him direct. We can call upon Him direct. This is from the unique aspects of the Ummah of the Prophet ﷺ. So they were told, they said, فَدْعُوا لَنَا رَبَّكَ Supplicate to your Lord for us. يُخْرِجْ لَنَا That He bring about out for us. يُخْرِجْ لَنَا إِخْرَاج is to bring something out. خَرَجَ is someone left. إِخْرَاج is something is brought out. يُخْرِجْ لَنَا He brings out for us. مِمَّا تُنْبِتُ الْأَرْضُ From those things which the earth grows. In نَبَاتِ is plants. In بَاتِ is growing. 
Ambata, he grew. Mimma tumbitul ardu, from that which the earth grows. Now, the, the ascription of the growing to the earth is, of course, majaz, metaphor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who brings it out. Mimma tumbitul ardu, that which the earth brings out. Why were they remembering, rem, remembering those things? Because they were enslaved in Egypt for so long that they would grow. Remember, slaves do not eat meat, quality meat. Do not have food like al-man was salwa. They were given inferior food or cheap food. So they became habitual in that food. And they did not appreciate what they were given. Meaning, like so many of us Muslims today, that we have become like Bani Israel, that we live a life here in the UK or other places throughout the world, throughout the, the world, that we have everything given to us, yet we are not satisfied. Like the Bani Israel. The Bani Israel were given al-man wa salwa, the best of food, yet they were not satisfied. So for us, a lesson from the Quran, that be satisfied, have qana'a, be satisfied, satisfied with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. Because being satisfied is being the richest person in the world. Being satisfied is being the richest person in the world. You can have your cup of tea, relax, and you know this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you everything. You are a king on the earth. And obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when a person can have everything, yet he is not satisfied. He may own so much, yet he is not satisfied, then he is not a king on the earth. So the Bani Israel, like some Muslims today, and like non-Muslims today, some non-Muslims, they were not satisfied. So they said, يُخْرِجْ لَنَا That he bring out for us, مِمَّا تُنْبِتُ الْأَرْضُ That which the earth grows مِنْ بَقْلِهَا مِنْ بَقْلِهَا From its بَقْل بَقْل is what? Herbs All types of green uh, vegetation that grows to consume Herbs All these various types of herbs Bring them out مِنْ بَقْلِهَا وَقِثَّائِهَا And cucumber قِثَّاء is a type of cucumber Bring out that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings out the herbs and the cucumbers. Wafumiha. And the fum is garlic. Some of them have said this is wheat. Fum. So in Urdu, they say tum. Yes? So fum is from the same, uh, uh, tum is from the same root. So some of them said this is wheat. Why? So they can have bread. They wanted bread. But others have said this is garlic. Foom. And then what else did they ask for? Wa'adasiha. They asked for lentils. Dal. Wa'adasiha. Why? Because when you make lentil, you make it with what? Garlic. You place garlic in the dish and you place also adas, which is what? Lentils. Wa'basaliha. And onions. So these were the things that they asked for. Herbs, cucumbers, garlic, lentils, and onions to replace what? Al-man wa salwa. So they wanted inferior foods. This is representing or showing what? Their 
lack of shukr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given them al-man wa salwa, yet they wanted that which is inferior. Because of their habits in Egypt when they were slaves, they were growing these foods. So, qilla to shukr, lack of thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam being a nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and every nabi is what? Wise. Qala, he said to them, do you exchange? Are you seeking to exchange? Remember, badal is an exchange. Tastabdilun, are you seeking to change? Because it's on the istifal scale. Are you seeking to change? That which is, meaning to seek that which is less inferior. So, that which is inferior. The word adna here, Adna can have two roots. One is dana yadnu is to be close. So whatever is common, it's always close to you. Like some of them say that the worth of the dunya is such, the best food is honey. The best clothing is silk. The best drink is water. Not Coca-Cola because water is always beneficial. It kills off the thirst. And Coca-Cola, if you drank it regularly, it will kill you eventually. So, meaning some of the young children may be thinking Coca-Cola. No, water. So three best things of the world. But what is the value of these things? Where does honey come from? From the stomach of what? A bee. So an insect. From its stomach, the pollen that it consumes, it comes out in the form of honey. That's the best food of the world. The, wor- the silkworm, the silk comes out of a worm. And water is common. So the best three things in the world, that is the value of those things. So dunya itself, the word dunya is from dana yadnu to be close. Dunya. Because the world is close to you. But it can also be from Dani, because Dani is what? Uh, something which is valueless. Dani, I mean, it has no value. So he said to them, Sayyiduna Musa salam, are you exchanging for that which is Adna, which is common, and that which is what? It could be from Dani, which is less of value. Billadi huwa khayr. By giving away that which is better. Billadi. The ba enters on the thing given away. Alba tadkulu al The thing you give away, it enters on that. So billadi huwa khair. Khair is what? A superlative noun meaning that which is better. So you're giving away that which is better for in exchange for something which is less of value. So he said to them, meaning the one of the tasks of the Anbiya was to give people aql. Remember, aql is intellect. Intellect is two types. Intellect, one type of intellect is the intellect we are born with. So a person is born with intellect. He may know certain things intuitively. But there is a second intellect which is acquired. Acquired intellect, sometimes a person needs to be taught certain things. So they acquire intellect. So when we teach children, some children may be intelligent enough to know what other manners are. But others would have to be told once. 
and then they will acquire that manner. But others may have to be told ten times. And some may have to go through a bad experience in order to have aql, to acquire that aql, and then many others may never have aql, even the acquired type of aql. So aql is two types. Aql you are born with and aql you are given. So Sayyidina Musa salam here is giving them aql. He's in teaching them. What does he say? He says, Ihbitu misran fa inna lakum ma sa'altum. Ihbitu descendant to where hubud. Remember Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam and Sayyidatuna Hawa alayhi salam was sent down from the heavens. The same root word. Ihbitu, go down to where? Misran to the town. Now some of them said that this could be referring to Egypt. Because they were habitual in eating these types of foods in Egypt, Sayyiduna Musa salam reprimanded them saying, in effect that you were held as captives in Egypt. When you were held as captives, you ate this type of food. And now you want to go back to being captives or living like captives as slaves, go back to Egypt then. But Egypt of course is Nakira. Is uh, doesn't accept Tanween and Kasra, and sometimes it can accept Tanween and Kasra. It's one of those nouns that sometimes can accept Tanween and Kasra. So, because indeed you have what you asked for, meaning in Egypt you have what you asked for. Then, what happened? وَضُرِبَتْ عَلَيْهُمُ الذِّلَّةُ وَالْمَسْكَنَةُ That because of this disobedience, because of this disobedience, ضُرِبَتْ They were struck. So, disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is an effect. They were struck. Why is the word ضُرِبَتْ mentioned? Because ضَرْب is to strike. That the state was such, the way a coin, when you have a coin, if the coin is struck, they say Duriba. Duriba, it was struck. The coins were struck. We say that. And what happens when a coin is struck? The image that is placed, whether it's Elizabeth or anyone else, the image that is placed on the coin, the image will always remain. That it exchanges hands, people touch the coin, the image will always remain. They were struck in such a way that this became their permanent state. Because of their rebelliousness. What were they struck with? Disgrace and maskana, poverty. A dhilla is disgrace. So because of this disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they were disgraced and al-maskana. The word dhalil is from dhilla, dhalil, to be disgraced. Maskana, the word miskeen, has the same root. Why? What? You have faqir. Faqir is someone who is needy. But he will still have something. <coughs> Miskeen is someone who has absolutely nothing. But why is he referred to as miskin? From the root words of sakka and noon, sakkun is to be still. That's why sukun is referred to as sukun, the, the vowel sukun, because the letter becomes still. But someone who is so poor that they have no clothing, they have no food, they cannot move. Because they are so hungry, they have no clothes, they have no shelter, they cannot move, so they are referred to as miskeen. So here, they were struck with two things, disgrace 
ضربت عليهم الذلة والمسكنة. They were struck with what? الذلة والمسكنة. وباءوا بغضب من الله. And they returned. باءوا. باء. They returned back. وباءوا. They returned back. So باء زيد. Zayd returned back. باءوا بغضب من الله. They returned back with غضب. What is غضب? Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is described with غضب. Uh, but here غضب من الله. غضب from Allah. And in the hadith in Bukhari, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is ascribed to him is الضحك, which is laughing. So in one, in the verse of the Quran, غضب, anger, and in the hadith, ضحك. Al-Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah ta'ala said, ضحك, rida of Allah is referred to as ضحك. Why? What is rida? Allah being pleased with someone. Why is it referred to as laughing? Because the effect of being pleased with someone sometimes is smiling and laughing. So, this means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with them. But ghadab, the result of ghadab is what? Adab, punishment. So when the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is placed on someone, it is the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The divine anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That bighadabi min Allah. The divine anger. ذلك ذلك again ذلك ذا is اسم إشارة ذلك ك من what is just mentioned what thing باءوا بغضب من الله that they return back with being with the anger of Allah سبحانه وتعالى why because additional to this what did they do بأنهم كانوا يكفرون that they would continuously disbelieve يكفرون the word kufr in its essence means to cover something. يَكْفُرُونَ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ That they would disbelieve in the آيَاتُ اللَّهِ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ آيَةِ is a sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ آيَاتِ are two types. تَنْزِيلِيَةِ Those آيَاتِ of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that have been revealed and الْكَوْنِيَةِ universal signs. And then there's نَفْسِيَةِ those signs which are internal within a person. Sign, so we have signs, those signs which are revealed in writing, which is the Quran, those signs that we observe in the external universe around us, and those signs which are internal to us. What did they do? They denied all of these signs. يَكْفُرُونَ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَيَقْتُلُونَ النَّبِيِّينَ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ ذَلِكَ بِمَا عَصَوْ وَكَانُوا يَعْتَدُونَ Inshallah. From this verse, we will continue, insha'Allah ta'ala, next week. Jazallahu anna Sayyidina Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam ma wa ahluh. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.